What's good, everybody? It's RJ. Um, it's episode two. You're about to listen to. Uh, when we recorded episode two, we were in the midst of the first heat wave of the summer. Um, so what we wanted to talk about was summer. I think it's something that no doubt everybody has experienced in their life. And I just wanted to know what the experience was like for the people that I was talking to as children and then their experience of summer now and then looking at the difference, if there is any difference. I find it very interesting because when you traditionally think of summer, you think of barbecues, you think of fun, you think of trips, you think of taking breaks, you think about the sun, you think about going out, and I think that in my experience, I experienced some of those things, but not all of them, and I'm wondering if maybe the experience that I thought I missed as a child, I'm somehow compensating for today as as an adult. We dive a little deep into that but you know just make you wonder like what changed as we grew in regards to summer and if there's anything there not really sure I don't know where I'm going with this but you know enjoy episode two stay cool and um, look forward to episode three I already got it recorded just got to edit it but yeah, enjoy this for now, and then again, look forward to more. Alright, peace. Enjoy. Today, we have the same gang as last time. We have Mr. Jesse Lamb. Say what's up. Hello. We got Wilson hey. Wong. Yeah. And we got Susan Shell. Yo. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're in the midst of a, the first heat wave of the season. Um, how you guys feeling? How you guys holding up? It's a little too hot, but I love this weather. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> I hate it. I don't thrive in this weather. Like, well, Jesse grew up in SF, so it's like he's not used to it being this hot ever. But yeah. I like. I grew up in New York and Sacramento, so like, hundred degree weather is like, oh, it's just another day in Jan or in June or whatever. So, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I mean, I think the worst part is that. I can't, there, there's only so much I can do about it being hot. I know that's a very common issue with it being hot, but I, you know, I can only take off so many articles of clothing until I get arrested. And so then, like, you know, there's not really much that I can, that can be done. Like, I can put more clothes on when it's cold, but. True. It's about location, though, man. Like, why are you getting naked in front of other people? <laughs> Look, man, if you can wear three jackets, why can't you wear absolutely nothing? Because there's laws against that, against indecent exposure. I don't know. At least it feels great when you take a cold shower. I mean, here's the thing. I, I, I totally get both points. I'm, I'm more, I lean more Jesse's side, but like, what is it about, do you just take the heat, like, better? Like, do you just not mind it as much? Yeah, I feel like when it's too cold, maybe it's just bad circulation or something. I don't know. When it's too cold, I just feel slower and less happy in general. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I you're think a cold-blooded yeah. uh, creature. Yeah. Or I run, I run cold. You run cold. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But when it's warm, I like actually mentally feel happier and more productive. Nice. Probably just because there's more blood going into my head, but oh. I don't know. I'm actually quite the reverse. When it's hot, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm just mentally like there. This whole past weekend, I've just fallen asleep just because of how stupidly hot it is. <laughs> the, the blackout curtains only do so much. Yeah, I mean, I like all my life I've been non-skinny, so it's I've always run warm, 
and like the summers just meant like I was gonna sweat and be uncomfortable. So yeah, like fuck the heat, honestly. Like like you said, like you can always layer. There's methods like I think it's an issue of control too, right? Like I'm in control of myself, like I can control how warm I am in the winter. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain point and threshold in the wall of getting cold, right? That's outside of your control. You can only do so much and then like you're like, I'm fucked. Like it's frustrating too, I think. Feeling I don't like feeling uh, uh uncomfortable either. So that's I messy. don't mind the heat as long as it's dry. I can't stand humidity. Yeah, humid heat is really yeah. tough. I like dry heat. I also don't really sweat. So it's like I I think when it gets too hot and I actually do sweat, I can see why people don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you can smell it. Oh, God. Oh. I was in the park this morning and it was like kind of packed and like, you know, being like five foot one, it puts you in prime range. <laughs> prime pit location. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, so, so I biked to work today and it was already hot at like 11, right? And I biked past this guy and I just, I guess I was downwind of him because, oh man, that guy needed another shower if he, he already took one in the morning. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what's an interesting thing that actually now that you, you bring it up or what to Susan's point, I don't think I've ever actually felt true humidity. Like, I, I don't think I've, I've been in a situation where it's been so humid that I feel like I'm just constantly covered uh, in moisture, uh, even though it's hot. Like, I think I, like, I've been to Texas, uh, you know, LA and stuff like that. All those. Those are all dry, dry places. Yeah, they're dry, dry hot. Uh, Texas can be humid. Austin was pretty humid. Yeah, oh. some places in Texas. Mm. This is like a pretty dry heat while I was there. So the, the difference between the dry and, and the wet heat is that when it's humid, you also struggle to breathe because you just feel like you're kind of drowning in the humidity and it actually feels way hotter because you know the air is actually holding a lot more heat energy because of the, the moisture. Yeah, it's kind of nasty. It's, like it's bad. You take a shower in like humidity and you get out and it's like you're st- you're instantly wet. Yeah. And like you said, the the air, it's like I'm not breathing. I'm like inhaling soup. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It feels viscous to me. Like I'm ro- <laughs> like living through yeah like some extra viscosity. It doesn't feel nice. Was this in? Philippines? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, true humidity. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like what true humidity place you've been to. And I was like, the, yes, the jungles. The jungles. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so how, you know, have have you guys been mitigating or like dealing with it this past weekend? Like, like what do you? I mean, you were thriving. I saw yeah. your Instagram <laughs> stories. You I went out inside. Yeah. Enjoy it. I don't know about you guys. Mm. I drank a ton of beer, like nonstop. I think that helps. <laughs> it doesn't, but the beer is cold. <laughs> I mean, there's really only so much. I, I just, I, I, I'm sitting there in my room, my uh, blackout curtains. The other, my, my room is like this dark fortress to myself the whole weekend. Um, windows are open, but it's useless because there's no wind, anyways. Um, I mean, a lot of it was just me laying on, laying down and suffering, or just like. Playing Tekken and being super moist. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this is how it begins. Yeah. There's just <laughs> so no way moist. around it. <laughs> I mean, for us, I think we we're like half, like at home, half like out. Of, luckily, like I think we watched a movie for a portion. We were in a movie theater. That was nice for quite a while. But yeah, like living with no AC is like. Is rough. Like, I get why One Punch Man is so strong. We're not dealing with temperature control because Japanese summers are hot. Yeah, you got to be strong. Are you guys still going in August? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. I, I think I'm gonna also feel summer. true humidity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end of muggy summer. Oh, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna, I'm, you're gonna, I'm gonna hate it. Probably, you're probably gonna be like freaking. Like, give me 15-minute pit stops. We're just going to be like, <laughs> let me just catch my breath in this nice AC, like, hallway. <laughs> I can see you planning routes where you're, like, always, like, either underground or, like, indoors. You're never going to go above ground. Yeah. 
This will be like like uh, a, a change on instead of me having to plan around finding places to stop and have a cigarette, it's it's me having to plan around finding places to just stop and get AC or something. <laughs> I'll like bite Man. myself down with a towel. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I've never been. <laughs> oh. What are your guys' memories of like the hottest you've ever been? Uh, I can say that the hottest probably I was. It was like a, probably a weekend afternoon. It was summer, probably like July or something, and I think I was just literally. I think I was sick for some reason. Ooh. So I was like, and my house didn't have AC. And I was in a room that was like super sun exposed, so like the, the, the sun was just shining. But I was just, I couldn't do anything. So I think I was just laying in bed and just watching TV from like, I woke up at like eight o'clock in the morning and I think it was around like one. I didn't get up because I was just sick. I was just watching TV. And then I just remember being like super hot. But I feel like the reason why I'm telling you this story is that like, it was so hot that, so I needed to go to the restroom. I need to go poop. But then like, I would go and sit there, and I got, I think it's the first, my, my first experience being constipated. Oh, because you mm. started dehydrated? Yeah, so, I was just, I was, oh. so it was super frustrating for me. So just imagine like me sitting on the toilet, super hot, yeah. I was sweating, and yeah. I was just trying to push. I don't and really I, want to. And your legs are probably <laughs> slipping around on legs to see, too. <laughs> 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 your legs are sweating. No, no, no grip. Yeah. No butt grip. It was super frustrating, too. And like, I remember like my mom would come in, she goes, are you trying to poop? <laughs> she goes... I'm going, yeah, but I can't do it. Yeah. Help me. And she goes like, you would think, oh, yeah, you should just drink some liquids, eat something. No, she goes, this is what you do. Like, I'm sorry if this is not, like, videotape, but I don't know if this is, like, some, like, Filipino, like, wives tale stuff. But she was like, you know what you need to do? You need to take your, take your hands, make them into fists, and start pounding your knees. <laughs> what? what? And supposedly, it's supposed to, like, stimulate, like, pooping. Mm. And I did that, and I was just like, I'm so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sweating. And For those of you out. listening right now, RJ is reenacting the knee pounding while hunched over in his chair. And I'm just like... I'm afraid that he might mess up the chair. So stop oh, yeah. that. <laughs> no, no worries, because it's not effective. Pounding your knees does not make you poop. <laughs> Confirmed. Mm-hmm. We can try it, and uh, let me know. Send videos. Thank you. No video. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was one of my hottest summer return, hottest memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it summer child memory or just hottest? Just remember the time you remember where it was fucking hot. I mean, it was even. definitely Vegas. Oh. And I, I feel like this is where I emphasize with Jesse, where we basically tried to walk the strip but we tried to walk inside the casino for as long as possible. Mm. So you'd go in from one door and then you'd walk through the inside and then you'd be like, fuck, we have to move from this building to the next building. And it's kind of like the reverse game of like, you know, dodging rain, but instead we're like trying to dodge sun. Mm. So we would try to travel through the, the secret channels as much as possible. Cause I remember it was so hot that the sidewalk was burning my feet, like through my shoes. Ooh. like. It was wild, and then I don't want to go back there again. What kind of shoes were you wearing? I don't know. Like flip-flops? Maybe. Imagine that. Who knows? <laughs> okay, uh, the hottest I've ever been. Well, I'm kind of peak performance right now, so <laughs> I think this is the hottest I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> the latest time I've ever been hot is the hottest time I've ever been. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, of course, uh, I think, so, I can't really say, like, the hottest, but I do remember the first time I actually just audibly went, what the fuck is this? And it was, uh, when I went to Sacramento, uh, for my, for my friend's house, because, like, you know, we were in college, um, and he's like, hey, you wanna, you wanna come up and kick it at my place for the weekend? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Sounds like, sounds like a good time. It was, I mean, okay, so... Probably wasn't as hot for a lot of people, but it was like 92 degrees on our drive up. And I was like, what is this? Is this just a hot day? He's like, no, this is normal. I'm like, this is not normal. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, at night I was like, why is it still hot? It's nighttime. <laughs> and, and I'm just like so confused. I'm like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, you know, for dinner we, we did it like, 
like it, I did it with the family, and we, we did like um, like on a skillet. We made make your own spring rolls, and so we were just cooking shit on the skillet <laughs> in the house. It wasn't even hot because <laughs> we're sitting around it like this stuff, and then I was like, oh man. Um, that's a good call on Sacramento because that just reminds me one time I went up there and it was so hot outside but there was nobody outside. I was like, is this a ghost town? Like, I haven't seen a living soul. <laughs> it's like everyone's <laughs> invading like, the world there. <laughs> For me, I have like so many different stories of when it was just freaking so hot. But the one that stands out the most is like when we first moved here from New York. So... We had like a bunch of stuff and you know cross-country moving is not easy like some people they just like get rid of all their junk and then they like uh, fly over and just buy new stuff but no my dad is an Asian dad <laughs> he decided to build his own trailer so he got like this used boat trailer and then converted it into like a U-Haul by himself and hitched it up to our, our Volvo station wagon and then we drove across the country and that was fine until we hit Utah, the pool. and uh, that day it was 112 degrees, oh, my God. and our air conditioner broke back in Nebraska, so oh. we had to drive through Utah, and we're like, let's go to the Great Salt Lake. That place sucks, by the way. <laughs> Not only was it hot as fuck, most of the water was evaporated because it was like so hot, it was just a desert, and all we had was like some towels that we put water on to try to keep us cool. Mm. We like opened all the windows because we thought that would be, be better for some freaking reason. It was not. And <laughs> I think that was like the worst three hours. I'm pretty sure I just kind of passed out and slept through it because I could not stay awake. My, like you would open your eyeballs and they would dry out. You can't even like look forward. The sun was just beating down. Like I dripped a little bit of water on the sidewalk when I had it. Yeah. Just to see, it was just, you know, it was like in a movie where it was like hiss, and you just saw the steam come out and it was gone. <laughs> like, it was just so incredibly hot. That's how you die. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised none of us got heat stroke, but. I know. Yep. That's hilarious. I'm glad the car didn't die, because, like, those are the situations where your radiator goes or you're out of coolant yeah. and you're Asian, stuck on the side of a road, man. Asian family with makeshift trailer found dead in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Yeah, I think when you were talking about that too, I think there's one more story. I remember, so, I, used, I mean, I, I don't know if I can say I, I actively collect sneakers now, but back in the day, I think this is like early college, and I think the, the Air Jordan 4s, I think they're like a special edition one, the... Uh, Spike Lee, whatever those like basically those shoes just dropped, and I think my my brother and my uncle were like, "Hey, do you want to go cop them? Like we have a we have a a connection over I forgot where it was like I want to say like Tracy, California or something like that." Yeah, that's that is definitely a place. And I was like, "Okay, I'm totally down. Let's go." And then, but what my uncle failed to tell me was that he didn't have air conditioning. So, and this was like, yeah, fucking super hot. And like, he had a CD that was playing. It was like a Paul Wall song, but it was just that song. <laughs> so it would took, I don't know how long we were in the, in the car, but it, there was this one Paul Wall song playing over and over again because his radio didn't work. <laughs> and it was just hella hot. And my wind, it was just like you said, I just had the windows down. I think the fact that like, the dry wind blowing in my face and hearing Paul Wall singing was just like <laughs> a level of hell that you never want to enter. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I think that's why to this day, like those are probably one of my most cherished shoes because you know <laughs> I went through hell to get I went through Literally. hell to get oh, there. Man. And like I think I, you know, I can't listen to Paul Wall ever again. <laughs> you know, like it's. But was that song Grills? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I could listen to Grills forever. Yeah. It was like it was another song. Yeah. Our news personal house, Paul Wall and Tracy. Yeah. And then being constipated. Yeah. It is. Paul walks up with grills. <laughs> Man, the heat of NorCal is no joke. So, that same Volvo station wagon, I think, 
Yeah, I think it was that same car. My brother uh, took it to go to like Six Flags or something. I don't remember. But he made the huge mistake of leaving a can of Coca-Cola in the front seat. Oh, dude. <laughs> when he came back, all he had was an exploded can of Coke and literally just soda all over the interior of the car. Like, all over the steering wheel, the carpet, the seats, the roof, the windshield. It was the worst. Not only was it, like, hot and sweltering and dry, but also sticky everywhere. Uh, it's not a yeah. good combination. Don't leave soda in your car, especially when it's hot. And your parents still didn't get rid of the car. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right until the wheels fall. Parents, man. I have a story from my mom that I don't remember. It's one of those probably child abuse stories. Whoa. No. So, do tell. Well, she said that, like, basically, like, I was sleeping in the car, and she ran into a store. You know how, like, now people freak out if you leave your kids in the car, but back then it was totally fine. How old were you? Um, I was too young to be in school. Okay. Oh. Okay. So yeah, that's that, that's like a child abuse. Yeah, yeah, like a three. <laughs> so, um, Did she even she, crack the window for you? She didn't, because she was going to come right back. Maybe she did. I don't know. Anyways, it wasn't part of the story. So she tells me that, like, she goes in and she runs back out and she realizes that she locks her keys in the car. <laughs> so, like, she's, and then it gets really hot, so I wake up and I'm, like, crying. And she's, like, trying to teach me how to, like, open the car. <laughs> And I think the like eventually like she had to call the cops and she felt so bad like you know she was getting real judged hard for being a bad mom, um, and then after that she she taught me how to open the car. <laughs> a learning experience. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man, but yeah. So uh, speaking on like you know, kind of touched on you know our childhoods. So it's hot, yeah, but I mean, that's par for the course for it being summer. Uh, and I kind of wanted to talk about, like, what, what is summer to us? What was summer like for us before as children? And, like, what is it now as adults? Because I think there's, it's a very, from my experience, it's, it's a completely different experience of, yeah, complete different experience. So um, tell me about, like, what was a typical day like day one of summer, like you just got out of school, or like, you know, what is, I imagine you guys follow the same trends throughout the whole summer, or like, what was your summer, what was it, yeah, what was it, what'd you guys do? Mm. Let's see, I think in elementary school, uh, the biggest thing for me was usually to hang out with like some of my friends. Uh, we would go, we would go to like, the, the, the playground, oh. It was like a park um, in North Beach, North Beach Playground. And we would always just go there and play like baseball, football, really active, sporty stuff. Um, but then I think uh, as we got older, it just eventually became like, maybe we'll all like, you know, have a sleepover and like watch stupid movies or like play games. I think I think one of our friends would be like the N64 or something, we'd play that sometimes. Um, and then as we got older, again, it was, more of us just like, the group got bigger, um, kind of got like, it was like a little mix of everything, like, you know, like, uh, it's like, not all, all dudes hanging out, it's like some dudes, some girls hanging out. We watch movies, um, chill, and then play games, naturally. I feel like that's kind of just like a never-ending thread through growing up, but uh, as an adult now, summer is just me being bitter at the weather. And, <laughs> How much I can enjoy <laughs> sitting. <laughs> so I, I, I've gotten that old grump going on. Um, definitely not enjoying being out as much anymore. <laughs> uh, don't really go out to play baseball or anything like I used to. But I think that I feel like that's kind of just the general how things are nowadays too. But I know people actually go out and do things. So maybe that's just me. When you say that you go out, because I know a lot of the times it was like. I think parents, maybe specifically Asian parents, mm -hmm. in my experience, is either they want you to stay home all the time or they, they want to kick your ass out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
What was your what was your parents, or was it kind of they didn't care as long yeah. as? Yeah, they were kind of a mix for me. Like, um, I think my brother and I kind of had pretty. We were very just like do whatever we wanted kind of people. <laughs> so like we would do it even though they didn't. We would like stay out late even if they didn't want us to, and just like deal with the fact that we we're just gonna get yelled at and like get <laughs> our asses kicked around. Like that was just one of the things where it's like the 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 benefit we found from hanging out with our friends or like staying like at the arcade for that extra thirty minutes totally outweighed the ass beating we were gonna get when we got home and we got our asses beat. It was great. <laughs> it, was, it made thirty minutes that much more worth it. <laughs> How about you, Wilson? Uh, I think it changed a lot growing up. Like I remember when I was still a little kid, so like. 10 years old or younger, probably single digits even, like at that age. We still lived in uh, Queens, New York. And I think summers back then were pretty magical, to be honest, like for any kid. Like a Hey Arnold summer? Uh, not that familiar with it, but Never sure. mind. But no, tell me about, tell me about what is, yeah. about the magic of New York so summers. So we lived in Queens, which is pretty much like a suburb, really um, not like urban area of Long Island. Uh, it was a really nice neighborhood, you know, it was like a church on every couple street corners and whatever. But summers there, it was pretty hot and humid during the day. Then during the evenings, it was like really nice. And back then, my dad would always take us on walks around the block. Because, um, you know, we're short, so a block seems like a really long distance for us. Yeah. <laughs> but we would walk around, um, and uh, back then, there were still fireflies. Like, you, yeah, like a lot of people that I talk to, like, don't even have never even seen a real firefly in real life. Like, I, have, aren't, I yeah. have not. I have not. Yeah, so I, I cherish that a lot because my dad would talk about when he was a kid, uh, there were fireflies where he lived, and they would always catch them and stick them in a jar and use it as a nightlight, basically, because <laughs> back then there was no electricity. That's abuse. <laughs> I mean, that is how you get them to light up. <laughs> so we would, like, you know, go around the block, catch fireflies, and my brother and I were really into bugs back then. And at first, like, we were really afraid to touch them because I don't know if it was because our grandma kept telling us they were dirty or if it was just, like, bugs were still a little creepy to us. But we did it anyways. Like, eventually we got comfortable with it, and we just, like, run around catching them with our hands and putting them in a jar. And then, sadly, they would probably die the next day because, um, you know, or actually, we kept them alive for a little while. We put some leaves in there because that's what we thought they ate. That was not what they eat. <laughs> <laughs> they just die. They need like aphids or bugs or something to eat. I'm pretty sure fireflies, when they're light up, they're only living for like two days so that they can mate. Yeah. If anything, you just stop them from continuing their lives. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any souls in that, but anyways. <laughs> Next time, teach them how to open the jar. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you pass those on your kids. One step up from that is, and now we let them go. <laughs> yeah. Fireflies is one of the, the big parts. There was, after we go around the block for like probably 80% of the block when we were coming back, there was this house with like an apple tree. Like, you know, crab apples, like those really small green sour things that no one actually eats. But we're kids, so we're fascinated by it. And the memory I have the most about this is like my dad would pick us up onto his shoulders and obviously we'd argue with each other as to who gets to do that first because we're kids. But anyways, we, uh, he put us on his shoulders and then we'd like pick these random apples and take them home and you know, eat them and then realize they tasted like crap. Yeah. But we still just wanted to pick apples because that was like the thing that we liked to do. Um, and underneath that tree, for whatever reason, all these giant slugs would like just be there at night. So we had to try to not step on them. Mm. Um, so. Uh, and then, like, lastly, during the daytime, before, it was, like, when it was still super hot, there were cicadas, like, super loud cicadas all over the place, because this neighborhood was just filled with maple and sycamore trees, it was just, like, you know, a really idyllic kind of suburban neighborhood in New York, and uh, I don't know if they're still there anymore, but, like, we'd also go around during the daytime, or, like, in the evening when it was still kind of easy to see, it was not totally dark, and uh, for whatever reason, my parents would show us like the little molts from the cicadas, like the little like skin that's left over is like a little shell. And 
I still remember because I was a wuss and I did not want to touch them because I didn't know if the bug was still in there, even though like <laughs> they convinced me. It's like, oh yeah, it's long gone. My brother, on the other hand, was way more brave and, and he would just it. pick them up. No. <laughs> but, but the cicada shells are actually used in Chinese herbal medicine. Like some of the uh, the stuff inside the chitin in the in the shell is like medicinal. Mm. So eating it is actually not that far from the truth. Literally everything is used for Chinese medicine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know if it's made up sometimes. But uh, that's those are my memories of being a little kid and what summer was like. Question. Yeah. Did you do the fire hydrant thing? What? You know, like they They always see that on the in TV. Whenever I like, see TV of New York summers, like they oh. they open up they it's illegal, I assume, but they like open up the fire hydrants and then stuff spews out and kids are like, yeah. I feel like I've seen it once, like in my whole childhood. Yeah. Like they did it once, but not really as like, you know, as they show it in movies of how prevalent it was. I got more, but we're gonna truly all get a, a chance. Well, I thought we were gonna talk, don't you gonna talk about what summer is now? We'll talk oh. about, we can, oh, we'll, we'll circle back. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have questions about that too, anyways. Sure. Oh, well, I don't really remember. I feel like I just didn't really have any distinguishing markers of time. During summer, it's just a... Is it because you were an indoor summer person? Yeah. And I, I was also, you know, I kind of was home alone. So I just, like, played with my friends and played games. I didn't do much. I think the only thing that I can really remember is, like, every summer I had to go to vacation Bible school. It was, like, a week long. But it was hell fun because it was, like, you know, crafts and shit. because <laughs> <laughs> Read all of the Old Testament. No, it's I like it. I like it. I like it because every day there was a craft session. Jesus crafts or just regular crafts? Oh, they were Jesus crafts. <laughs> like but they were, what, what but the point mean? was it was crafting. Did I you, don't remember. Did you craft like a like a like a crochet crucifix or something like that? No, I don't know. <laughs> Basically, and then, well, later when I got older in high school, I volunteered for it. Right, once you once you age out of it, you got help. So I still did vacation Bible school every year. And of course, I taught the craft section. Fuck yeah, crafts. And I found out that like, basically, it's kind, of an, it's kind of a system. Like these churches, they buy these vacation Bible school kits from like a company. And every year they're like, this is the theme of the year, right? It's like, I don't know, Jesus with the fishes. I don't know, some stuff like that. <laughs> so then they would come with craft, like, craft ideas for each one. We would just have to go buy the supplies and put the kits together. Mm. So that was my favorite part. I mean, crafting. Crafting. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah, I think for me, I would describe. I don't know why, but like when I think about my childhood summers, the phrase "suburban wasteland" like comes to <laughs> mind. I don't know why. I just imagine like I would like step out of my house. And I would like look at the neighborhood and be like, "It's so hot." And like you see, like people, like all the kids running outside, but everyone's kind of in slow motion, kind of zombie like. I don't know why I'm thinking about this. This probably isn't real, but I don't know. It just felt like, yeah, I was just like, I don't know, just stuck in the middle of suburbia. And I think I, my summers felt very like lost and like aimless. Maybe that's, I had really I had no direction. It was just more like it was up to me and my own devices. So if I was outside, you know, I'd like wander in the neighborhood, go to 7 Eleven. Drink hella Slurpees, big gulps, whatever, or go to the park, play basketball. Playing basketball by yourself in the summer is the worst because you have to get your own rebounds. <laughs> so you get hella mad at yourself when you shoot an air ball. You're like, "Fuck me, dude!" Because you have to run and go get it. Yeah. So basically, only like, I think I'd play basketball for five minutes and call it quits. But if I was in outside, I was probably play, playing a lot of games. Or trying to poop, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, and then I think we had the occasional vacation mm -hmm. here and there, like go to Disneyland or go to Vegas. I don't know why my parents took me to Vegas. Vegas is not fun as a kid. Because they want you to know, go to Vegas. I, I think I, my parents took me too. My, my uncle got in trouble because <laughs> he had my brother and I pulling the slot machines. And so he got arrested. And I, I, I distinctly recall us being in like the holding area. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were in Tokyo. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
that's how you got your gambling, <laughs> your love, your affinity for gambling, baby. <laughs> what are you both, you yeah. and Jason, do you love gambling? <laughs> it stuck with you. But yeah. Did you guys have uh, summer homework? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I was, I was getting into this because yeah. as I got older, after like uh, elementary school, all my summer has basically meant summer school. So. Gross. Yeah, my parents were real hard on that, like, learning stuff, and I was not into it. So pretty much I would be in class for, like, three hours a day, each day of summer, and that sucked. Because it was just like, you know, everyone else was out having fun, and I was, like, in a classroom with 20-something, 30 other kids also not having fun. <laughs> and then we would just, like, go home and then actually do stuff that was fun. For me back then... Turns out that was playing Diablo 2 like crazy. Like, I still remember it was like 90 something degrees in my room and I was still playing Diablo. Didn't care. The heat was irrelevant. This is probably why I don't mind the heat because it's ingrained in my mind that it's like heat means having a fun time in games. <laughs> <laughs> I think that just shows. I think it also reminds you of like, you know, be, you being in the zone. Maybe that's what it is. Like, you're so engrossed in, in something that the heat doesn't even matter. Because I remember those, those marathon sessions, too, just playing a lot of games, too. Yeah. You didn't care, because you were just... Yeah. My mind was in that imaginary world. It was great. Fuck those demons. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's interesting that you brought up the, uh, what's it called? The, 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 the Bible summer camp, because there was one summer that my parents... So back before, like... I would say before high school at least. Uh, this might have been either late elementary or early middle school. But my parents didn't really like know what summer schools to enroll me into. So they enrolled me into like this Chinese school uh, for the summer. And it's like, you know, as it turns out, it's this Christian uh, Chinese school. And, uh, and there was a lot of stuff going on that I just didn't understand. <laughs> like my brother and I were there, and like all the people were like super strict. We're like, what the hell is going on in this place? Uh, we were like trying to figure it out. I, I actually like, I can't even tell you if I was there for long or if I just blocked out <laughs> like all memory of it. <laughs> like, I, it just, it happened. And that, that's basically all I can remember. <laughs> Um, so we talked about summer as a child. Did you feel like, actually, we'll, I'll, switch, I'll talk about that after, but, so now, let's talk about now. So we talked about, like, what it's like to experience summer as a child. What is it like for you now as an adult? Do you still have those same feelings? Is... Is, is summer, yeah, just talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> like, what is, what's summer like for you? What do you think about Because, like, when you, as a child, you're like, you know, you can't, you can't wait. Like, last day of school, fuck yeah. But now, we don't have that break anymore, mm -hmm. right? Nor typically, you know, people our age, we work year-round. For example, let me say this. Like, I didn't realize that it was summer until this heat wave hit. Like, I don't know the official date. There's no starting point for me. It seems yeah. different every time. But do you even think about, does summer even come to, come to mind as an adult now? Like, or how does it show up? Does it show up any, anywhere other than that it's super hot? I think for me it's when Memorial Day hits. And then we get our first three-day holiday or three-day weekend in a while. Because it's like, look... I mean, well, what happened, when's the three-day weekend before Memorial Day? Like, Martin Luther King Day? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. January? Which is like in January, I think. Yeah. Or uh, President's Day, possibly also. For, but, um, yeah, I, that, that is my key indicator. I mean, I also have cousins who are in high school, so I just keep asking them every time I see them. It's like, are you still in school? <laughs> <laughs> is this summer for you? Oh, finals. Okay, okay. Cool. I just got my bachelor's. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what does that <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I think that's my that's usually my key indicator. Uh, Memorial Day usually. Like, um, I, 
don't know, I don't really think much about summer itself as like a time for things anymore. I like, I find that we, I do it more often during the weekends, uh, if that makes more sense. Like, uh, for example, uh, like when Fletch and us do our just impromptu land parties, because like one of the significant others are out and they have excellent internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it, uh, Sonic Fiber? Yeah, it's Sonic Fiber. Sonic Fiber. Not. Unsponsored plug. Thank you, For when you've got to go fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So, I, would you say that as an adult, you know it's summer because you're more social, you would say? Um, I wouldn't quite say I'm more social. But you go to more things, though. Uh, I would potentially be more down to do things outside than I normally mm. would be. Um, which generally lean on not very at all, but down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's true. Like, getting, getting me out and about is pretty impossible. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like summer, it's, it's not like quite as uniquely like go out and do things for me anymore. Um, I, I, I'm more of like, I mean, it, it could be any weekend of the year that we that I feel that we can relive those kind of times, but just or whatever impromptu occasion that comes up. Interesting. So, given that you are going to Japan this summer, and knowing that we are very well, very well, worth, uh, very well versed in what an idyllic Japanese summer is, is that something that you're kind of actively seeking, or are you kind of just kind of looking to experience it as it is? Because we know the hallmarks of a, mm -hmm. a wonderful Japanese summer, right? Oh man, I would... I would love if there is at least one fireworks show going on, like, well, um, that's one thing I want to see. Japanese fireworks show, they're like an hour long, non-stop action, boom, 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 boom. You get one of the water Women bombs. Yukata. Water bombs. What? No, watermelons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Watermelons. Watermelons. <laughs> Blindfolded watermelons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I the think gold, that's the goldfish. The goldfish. Oh yeah, those uh, games. The night market food. Um, yeah, I. I mean, I'm. I'm probably gonna try to just take it in, however it is. But I mean, if, if there's one thing that I really would like to see, it's the fireworks show. Mm. Yeah, cool. that's like. Yukatas, all that good stuff. I've not, I know I keep coming back to this, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it's because it's so ingrained in our. From what we see, right? Yeah, in our little weed mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think fireworks is definitely the signal of summer for me. Like, yeah. I understand, like, New Year's also has fireworks and stuff, but, like, yeah. the second time of the year that that happens is usually right in the middle, in the heat of summer, like, July 4th. Mm -hmm. um, like, summer now to me, I, I don't really notice it that much. Probably because, like, in San Francisco, like, the weather is the same 80% of the year. So I don't really, you know, I can't really tell when it's actually summer because it's not consistently hot. It's like once in a while it gets like this hot like it is now. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I I think I notice the daylight more than I do like the temperatures for the summertime. Ah, was, right. Daylight savings. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just more daylight makes me feel like I'm solar powered because it's like the more daylight there is, I just feel better mm -hmm. like mentally and, and physically for whatever reason. So... That's kind of how it is for me. In terms of like getting out and doing stuff, um, I'm a little of like the inverse of Jesse. I try to make all my weekends have at least one day where I'm not at home and I at least go somewhere and do something. Um, mostly because like during the weekday, I'm kind of just like stuck in the office, right? Right. So I try to make the most of it. Like even if I may not feel like I want to that particular weekend, I think like, you know, you don't get a lot of weekends anymore. Or just like, free days where you can just do whatever so right. I don't know some people might say that it's like you're pushing too much like trying to get all the stuff done in like the weekend and then you're gonna be exhausted during the week but I'm like I don't know you only live for so long you gotta make make use of these so that's why I try to do uh, outdoorsy things just go somewhere like okay. most of the weekends cool what about you Susan I remember the question again. So, what's summer like? How do you experience summer as an adult? If you even 
if that even is a thing. I mean, I really resonated with what Wilson said about there being more light. Like, even though I go home at the same hour, it feels like there's so much more of the day left, and it's like kind of exciting. Um, it's also, I do end up being more social, I think, because it's also like festival season. Fucking love county Coachella. festivals, fairs. No, 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 not that BBC. kind of festival. <laughs> you know, maybe in the younger years it used to be that, but now it's like fucking county fairs and shit. I love that. You know, you go see some show bunnies and some weird ass chickens, and then you get to eat a turkey leg, um, and it's usually in some hot ass place. So, <laughs> you know, I have like memories of going to moderate to see fireworks shows, and there's always some sort of like event happening in the summer. So I feel like that's when I know like summer's coming. It's like the f it's fair season. Have to see what's what's coming up. Like I used to go to Gilroy Garlic Festival. Oh, I went there once. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. I went with Dan and Eric. Never again. Not really <laughs> worth it. Not really worth it. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's like it was way too hot. Oh, it is Even really hot. Even for me, it was oh, very holy hot. crap. Gilroy no is the pinnacle for Wilson. <laughs> so hot. That's there's the benchmark. No, there's no shade. Yeah, that's oh, the problem. No. There's like no shade. No shade. The camp or the. I guess campgrounds, like where they hold it, is mostly just open field. Yeah, no so, shit. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a nightmare. The thought of it actually just makes me sweat. <laughs> Monterey sounds good. You guys want to do a weekend trip sometime? Monterey? Yeah. Aquarium? Yeah. Aquarium's so expensive. It is, but it's worth it when it's like the jellyfish exhibit. Is the jellyfish exhibit right now? I have no idea. Unsponsored plug for Monterey Bay Aquarium, by the mm. way. Maybe. It has check my calendar. I'll, I'll look it up. Anyways. We could do a weekend in Santa Cruz, and then it's, oh. just, it's really just a hop, skip, and a leap to uh, Monterey from there. Oh, yeah. Santa Cruz is cool. Not bad. Is it your old stomping ground? Uh, yeah. I actually never been to Santa Cruz. It's uh. Oh wait, yeah. Not the most like exciting place ground. ever, but. I turned twenty one in Santa Cruz. Nice. It's a great never place to turn twenty one. It was. <laughs> the day after though wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's very common. Because Santa Cruz is a college town, it's very common for people to just like go down all of downtown. There's a lot of bars downtown, so you just go down all of, all the bars, and most places have like their you're just tw you just turn twenty one drink that they offer you, um, and it was a very common thing for everyone in Santa Cruz to, to go down that path and drink all of them. Yeah, I didn't do yeah. that. It was a house party. Oh, that also works. Yeah, because Ooh. Santa Cruz. There's, there's nothing to do, so how party. This is totally a tangent, but also not kind of, because my birthday's in the summer. Oh, so, summer birthday. Yeah, so when I turned 21... I knew that, by the way. So when I turned 21, I come back from school, because I went to school on the East Coast, and, like, it was my first time seeing a bunch of high school friends, and I didn't really drink in, or party in high school, so it was like the first time that I had drank with any of them. Mm -hmm. So of course there was a lot of like, oh, you, you gotta take a shot with me. Oh, you gotta take a shot with me. And so I learned that day. That you should have less friends. Yeah. <laughs> or be like, oh, you wanna take a shot? Hey everybody, we're taking a shot together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's smart. You, yeah. you take everyone down with you at once so they're yeah. not Less likely to let's go one at a time. It's the you. fulminating strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, just thinking about that too, it's like, just, I'll briefly talk about. I think summer for me, when I know it's summer, is when I'm invited to like so many barbecues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's barbecue. Summer is barbecue season for me now. Uh, I think there's like a bunch of like yearly ones that I get invited to, like, Jeans, infamous. Oh yes, yes. You know, birthday barbecue. Yes. Um, there's other ones too, but yeah. My I, random ones. Yeah, that's right. We, we should like do a, well, I don't know when a good time in the presidio. It's hard because you live so far yeah. there. Mm, yeah. There's no public transport out there. Yeah, it's, it's a weird place. Nowhere. We always have it somewhere in between. I don't really know where though. I don't know what's in between. That's the problem. In between is work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in between is work. And we're never doing that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't grill in the office. Or can you? Uh huh. I, I feel like 
the closest we'll get then is just going to Yakiniku. It's a grill. It's kind of outside. Does not count. Korean barbecue. Mm, no. Not unsponsored plug. <laughs> we gotta give it's kids through college. Yeah. <laughs> you see Bruce there last time though. So it was probably Bruce's cousin. <laughs> this other like frosty haired Korean guy. Frosty? <laughs> so now that you've kind of reflected on both experiences, do you think that, I think this just came up to mind too, do you think that possibly how you view Summer as an adult now is a reaction or there's some correlation between how, you were, how, how they were spent as a child? Like for me example, I think, I feel like I do take a lot more trips now than I do than I did as a child. And I don't know if that was a reaction of me. Maybe I'm, you know, speculating too hard about this, but you know, maybe inherently I wanted to go on more trips. So now I'm making up for that by going on trips more often as an adult. Like I'm trying to like analyze it. Maybe I'm over analyzing it, but mm -hmm. you know, I feel like there might be something there where you're, there might be something unfulfilled. Cause you know, I think we have, if we have a Jap an ideal Japanese summer, we must have have this, I, I think there's an ideal summer uh, that's projected onto us, whether we like it or not. Mm. And we kind of compare it to you know, what we got and then maybe having to compensate now as an adult. Mm. I think one, that for me is like one thing that, that shows up. And it, just to kind of give you like a baseline, when I think of a, an ideal or stereotypical prototype of a perfect summer, in the context of America is, yeah, you go on, like you have all these trips planned out, you have all these activities, you're spending time with, I don't know, it's like an endless nonstop like adventure and fun. Like it's adventure, right? It's like, you're up to mischief, you know, you fall in love. There's like all these hall, all the hallmarks of, you know, growing up kind of happen in the summer, I think, or a lot of them do. Like rites of passage at your first kiss, first romance. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys think about that. Mm, I actually think for me, growing up, my summer was. I I think I I definitely lived more of what I think is the conventional like summer well spent when I was a kid than now. I mean, now I just spend all my summers at home or at work. But uh, <laughs> um, like when I was a kid, you know, I guess the best way to put it is kind of like a. It was always like the Lost Boys, you know, it was always just going around, up to mischief, going on an adventure with your friends, traveling around like random areas and like finding things or like getting all your baseball equipment in your backpacks and just like climbing the fence into your school to play in the baseball field. <laughs> uh, I feel like that was more of a conventional summer and I think it's less something that I see myself, I guess, having now. Maybe it's because of work, you know, you can't find a lot of room for that. Um, it's hard to actually like just impromptu do things unless it's like either on a weekend or you but then you're kind of tired from work already as it is um, but yeah I think that was kind of like what I would say is like your ideal western summer you know mm -hmm. going on just little random trips to nowhere just because it's nice and warm out mm. you know to mischief with the boys mischief that's a good one yeah, I think I still have that kind of sense of wanderlust where you just want to seek out adventures by going somewhere that you don't normally uh, during the summer. And like, I still want to have a bro road trip, just like down PCH, see where we go. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, it's hard getting everyone to have the same like time and schedule, especially with like responsibilities and stuff as an adult. Yeah. Strangely enough, like I, I think that's one major difference between now and then. It's like when you're a kid, hell, you don't have plans, you don't have responsibilities, you don't have a job. True. The, the only responsibility, and I put that in quotes, that you have is if your parents make you go to classes and stuff over the summer. But if they don't, then you're literally just, you know, you're sitting around doing whatever you want for those three months. Um, so like, I think now, like, the fact that I have all these things I have to worry about and like, responsibilities to take care of. It's harder to do that, but I still want to, 
know, have those adventures that I may or may not have been able to have as a kid. Like you want to find, you want to capture that magic again. Yeah. Of those queens. Yeah. So. I think now the only difference is that, you know, I'm still a kid, but now I have money. <laughs> so <laughs> I could try to find those instances of magic in ways that I wasn't able to or, you know, didn't have the resources for as a kid. Cool. Susan? Um, I don't know if it's really summer. It's really just okay. everything. I mean, my childhood was just so unstructured. There was no rules. There was no requirements for me to do anything. I'm actually kind of jealous hearing about you guys having to go to school. Like, my parents didn't push me to do any of that. Um, and, you know, I think when I think back on it, I actually get sort of a sense of like, being the adult that I am now, I'm like, damn, that's a lot of wasted time. <laughs> I could have been doing shit, you know? Um, you still can, like, you can. Oh, I know, I do a lot of shit now. But the thing is, like, I think back, it's like, I, you know, wish that my parents put more structure into my life. Because I don't have that, I live my life now very structured. But even, like, even the wanderlust and the adventure and the free time, I structure all of that. Like I. I say that this is a day where I'm going to do whatever I feel like doing, but there's still other things that I have to structure because, you know, you're an adult, you got to get things done. Life moves on even if you don't, so. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I would say that's definitely a reaction to my childhood and not specifically just about summer. Right. Yeah, if anything, summer was the time that was more fuzzy because at least during the school year I had the day in day out structure of school but during the summer it was just like three months of nothing at least as far as I can remember I can't really got it yeah cool so we're almost at about an hour so I think it's time for last call say like what do you want what is the one thing you want to do before this summer is over that's a good one okay jesse go uh reunify china <laughs> uh, damn I, all right i've been playing a lot of solo wars recently lately and i hope to finish it a, a campaign by reunifying china <laughs> that's a good thanks one. for the context <laughs> do more doable now yeah a little bit easier. Hmm. Hmm. I want to... I want to go on a road trip. It doesn't have to be trip. that far. It could just be Monterey, like you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. like, I want to go somewhere. Just in a car. Somewhere driving. outside of the... I guess, San Francisco. I, yeah, outside yeah. of the peninsula. Yeah. yeah. That is not Sacramento. <laughs> 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 All right. How about you go first? What do I want to get done before the summer is complete? All right, I'll go first. Okay. I want to experience the universe. Care to elaborate? Is this a light stargazing or something? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, doing that too? Why not both? Doing acid. Yeah. It's, I'm it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Oh, we're going to try to go up a mountain in Hawaii. Nice. Mm. Away That's from cool. some cities. Yeah. Is there an observatory there? There's one on the big island. We're actually debating if we should try to go to the big island or just go to Maui for a few days. I love Maui. I would really like to do the 100% experience, but I also heard the big island is like kind of rough in it. Mm. Oh, we want to go to Big Island. If we want to go to the Mauna Kea Observatory. Mm -hmm. Do they let people in there? Yeah. Oh, cool. Alternatively, on the on the topic of road trip, we could just like go camping, like yeah, far further up north, and then just get like a couple hundred dollar telescope. I have an eight person. It's not the same, but you know. 
Eight person. Yep. Cozy. I partitions. I hear from a boy he was fucking dope. <laughs> I would be interested in camping because I want to do more camping starting next year. I want to start hitting some national parks. Okay. You know, so. I talked to my brother. He has like tons of equipment. He actually just came back from Yosemite like two days ago. Cool. So, dig it. Yeah. You gotta answer, RJ. Oh, I mean, I'm probably just gonna. I mean, this is all in line with what I eventually want to do. I mean, summer is barbecue season for me, but I want to be able to actually have like, throw like, the best one ever. Mm. So I'm wanting to be like, yeah, the one that everybody like can't miss. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I think that's a good one. Big barbecue? Not a big ass barbecue. It's the best barbecue. It's not the biggest. When you said nobody can miss it, that means everybody gotta be there. That means. I mean, the intention is that they. (laughs) The intention is that they can't miss it. We'll see what happens. I don't know what's gonna look like. I've tried. I know. So difficult. That's why, like, it's. It seems like you think it's easy, but I know that it's not. But but is it gonna be a barbecue or a cookout? Cookout. Ooh. (laughs) This and more next time. Next time. Barbecue versus cookout. We'll talk. I'll get Sam on here. We can talk about it. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it. See you next time. Have a great summer. You can say bye. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>